All right, new boys. Last time on Geek Force. The squad talked about the new Harry Potter game, Hogwarts Legacy. To cancel or to quietly play secretly. Find out uh, what we're doing today, though. Find out now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the lovely trio of me, Marlon, and Amy. Ray is again out in the wild uh, fighting the evil force that is trying to get into our community. So go ahead, Ray. Save Solid the world. backstory. Solid backstory. Yeah, Ray's yeah. out there. Uh, Saving lives. His best life. I heard that Ray actually was uh, in a Quidditch match. She's part of a Quidditch team. Uh, Team America's Quidditch team. We so have to cancel totally... Ray now, too? He might be good at Quidditch, though. I can see him. Ray is a world-class beater, so... Uh... <laughs> I didn't say it! I didn't... It wasn't me! This time. Some might say he's a master. No! <laughs> oh, I'm sending him this clip the minute we're done. Oh, God. Dear Ray, while you're gone... Marlon must be smirching your name on the internet about you being a Quidditch player (laughs) and something else that I'm not going to say. I can't. I'm I'm assuming everyone's doing fine and dandy, so let's get into it. We're holding it it down, gang. Um, So, you know, it's been a minute since this news has been out. It's actually been almost a month, but I wanted to get Mm -hmm. into it. Um, As you know, James Gunn is now the new head of DC Studios content. Um, so he his vision was to basically marvelize it in a way where stuff makes sense in the DCU uh, storyline as far sense. as TV shows and movies. And to be honest, DC needed that. Like, I don't hate DC. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. hate how they treated DC. DC has a lot of great characters, a lot of stories, but they were a little too short-sighted in showing that. And they liked Batman so much that it was always Batman, Batman, Batman. And we have so many characters. So back in the end of January, um, Jay's Gun had a whole big announcement. It felt like a big, uh, like, you know how when Tim Cook does like those Apple announcements of this new, it felt like that because literally when I tell you guys, Damn. people, they were reporters on Twitter and they were on their, they were on their uh, screens like this. I got my coffee. I'm waiting for the announcement. I'm like, what is this? But, I mean, James Gunn does look like a like a real spicy Tim <laughs> Tim Cook. <laughs> like if like if like if Tim Cook came out and had like eight five hour energies and his hair got spiked up, yeah. or just like the sheer energy. Like oh no no, let's get back. So uh, James Gunn is a Tim Gunn variant. Is what I'll say. <laughs> oh no! In the same timeline, so there's two of them. No no, James Gunn. Pull the Kang and came to uh, came to this oh, universe no. and just doesn't want to say anything yet, but he's just operating. Um, as far as I know, only Cat has watched that. Marlon, have you watched that already? But he knows watched. the story, though. Okay. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry, I haven't seen it. Uh, okay. I haven't seen the new Ant Man movie yet, but we'll see it maybe tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so with that being said, Gene's gonna have some new announcements on movies and TV shows. I'm gonna start with the movies. So in his DCU movie quarter. Yes, there's going to be a new Superman movie. It's going to call Superman Legacy. Um, it's going to be... It sounds like a reboot of Man of Steel. So um, mm. I am curious about who is playing Superman because Henry Cavill is not coming back for that. But um, James Gunn has hyped Single tier. And it's like, it's going to be good. And I'm like, it's giving me Smallville vibes. It's like if Smallville 
was a good movie. That's what it sounds like. Damn. I I do. He's writing the script, so that's all I'm saying. He's writing the script. That's why I have hope. I don't even remember how much I watched of Smallville, honestly. I watched a lot. Well, I mean, we're going to have a younger Clark Kent this time around. Yeah. Um, so I'm imagining they're going to go. They're, I think they're, they're going to they're going to borrow what worked from the Batman film. Like, cool. This is a young Batman trying to figure out how to be Batman. Mm-hmm. What if we just figure out a young Clark Kent and then you have a, a story that has lots of elements at work. You have a uh, small town kid comes to Metropolis um, with a secret, maybe we get like him and Lois Lang, a young starting reporter. Let's you kind of get this cute kind of like mm-hmm. like vibe. Who knows? Maybe they even borrow a, a, a Peter, like a Spider Man thing. Cool. Like, what if Lex Luthor's like a yeah. friend of like, hey, let's all hang out, and like now we're a trio, of, like just three best buds who all happen to like Lois, and then oh no, there's a love triangle, and oh no, want to use Superman, and want to use a megalomaniac, <laughs> but it all happens in where. The big city of Metropolis. Yeah, and um, it, it. I feel like Marlon. I think you uh, nail on the head. I think it's gonna be similar to a Spider-Man uh, type film, as far as like the Tom Holland Spider-Man. I I feel like it will have a very similar vein in that way, knowing the characters. Like, I am curious on what villain they're gonna have. I know it, it can't be like a giant big villain. It has to be, you know. Someone who we know is a villain, but not we, we want to build up to the big villain and the if they want to make this be a series. So um I am curious. I, I and to me, I I am wondering who is gonna be uh Cal because to me that's the big thing. It's like if you're Superman, like you you have you have very big shoes to fill. And that's because it's like to me one of the most hardest like roles to cast like in history that can be but it i'm is. also wondering i mean if they're borrowing from marvel what if they're going to borrow like the marvel 1.0 of like finding an actor that is good but isn't popping just yet and that's what they did with literally robert downey jr they found someone who was like was in he was good he was in good stuff but he wasn't popping mm-hmm. but once they grab him he started popping and he grew with the franchise. I'm wondering if they're starting younger mm-hmm. so they have someone that is established as an actor, maybe doesn't have, you know, firm footing in like the S tier or the A tier echelons of acting, but is someone that, you know, with time and with growth can really grow with the franchise. I think Just that's like what they Tom want Holland. is mm-hmm. that they're looking for people who can grow with the franchise because they're planning for long term, you know, and James Gunn even said, hey, this Superman film is our major priority. Yep. It like this is going to be a reset and it starts with this character. So if we really want to show people good faith and in investing back in DC films, this has to be a a nugget. This has to be a crown jewel in this new crown that we're like refitting. You know, I know a couple of friends who've said time and time again, if it's a DC film, I'm not gonna see it. And that was like Way back when, I, I, I remember we, we we paid to see the Suicide Squad in theaters, and I remember everyone, my friend Shonum, uh, my friend Ryan, uh, all just saying, I will actively not watch any more of DC films because that was a complete waste of my time, and they haven't watched any of them. They wait until like maybe they're on streaming, or maybe someone's like has a free ticket, but they're not going out of their way to get in line, yeah. or to buy tickets like they're buying tickets for a Marvel film. They're saying, yeah. oh, it's a DC film? Ah. I don't know. I don't know. So if this is gonna be that, that if this is gonna be that reset that James Gunn wants it to be, 
They're going to have to find a lot of similar qualities that Marvel found in their starting five heroes with uh, phase one. And we already know that they're not going to have the Matt Reeves Batman be the Batman of the Yes, of that's his my world. next movie. So, so the yeah. Batman movie that they're going to introduce in the next movie corner is the, the Brave and the Bold. Basically, it's going to be a Batman, Robin uh, crossover story, probably with mm-hmm. other DC characters. This Robin is Damien. This is uh, Bruce Wayne's son. And if you know anything about Damien, is he don't give a fuck. He, to me... If he's, you're a psychopath. Gonna, he, he's a psychopath but i he's 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 like i'm not gonna say he's a lovable one it's just that he's I, lovable. I like damien well i mean he's crazy like he is crazy i love me a I, like him. I like him because he he's so quick to address the adults like the adults will try to talk like you're a child and damien just has his energy is like i will fuck you up too grandpa like I mean, Damn you hear that way care. as well if you were raised by the League of Assassins. Yes. Like, if that was your entire childhood, was like every day is don't get murdered. You, 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 you'd be a little, a little strange too. <laughs> I just remember in the comments how Damon, Damon met uh, Dick Grayson and how he just dressed him like he read him for filth and dick was like uh, excuse me you're a child and he's like or basically call him a loser and stuff like i don't care you were the first robin he's like fuck you i was like damien like damien's 13 years old and he's he's a powerhouse he is he is today yeah. he is the energy that this generation of today is even though damien was created like years ago i think that's hilarious too so uh, I'm glad that finally we're getting a Batman story that's different and that is up to date where it's like, you know, he's not uh, Batman being old and all null. I mean, he's still going to be like that, but he has a trial and he's going to, it's going to make him be hesitant for some things because Damien be running a responsible parent. Is that well, what no, you're trying to say? Not responsible. He just always has to remember like Damien's involved. So it's like, well, I mean, if people are wondering what this is going to be like, we've seen this dynamic before in, in film. If, do you remember where we've seen this dynamic of like adult and child sidekick in, in yes. movies before that have been aggressive? Yes. What's the movie? Oh, I was thinking TV show. <laughs> I oh don't no! Know. Who are you talking if about? you recall a special little movie called Kick Ass, this is literally Big Daddy and Hit Girl. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna get a violence on that. I mean, I'm wondering if they're going to go full violence on that level. You kind of have to, if you're bringing in Damon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah. with Damon be being involved in it, we might get a big daddy and kick ass moment of like, they're just going to be straight up hurting people uh, and solving crimes. And then of course you get um, hit girl learning to be a kid. Mm-hmm. It was like her whole like side thing of like, you're a child, learn to be a child. So we might of course get, you know, the whole side story of like this kid who has a hard time understanding other kids his age and feels left out and alone because kids think he's weird. Adults think he's weird. He has no actual world to yes, live in. So you might get that dynamic. And we might also get Bruce Wayne being like, cool, did not want a child. Um, he was so this child is about also it. <laughs> a sociopath. I do not want a child. Like also no, this kid you. is always trying to no, murder people yeah. if I don't put hands he's on him. He's a murder baby. <laughs> Like, if I don't grab Damien, he will stab someone with a sword. Yeah. And 
Also, if I don't look out, he's going to hit me in the back head with a bat because he wants to keep trying me, his father. (laughs) So it's going to be very interesting dynamic. And I think this is great. Like you get a chance to like pivot between the both Mm -hmm. uh, of like uh, a child star because we've seen it work great with Logan. We've seen child stars and adult murderers work well together. (laughs) So this could be their Logan slash kick ass where we get a chance to see the DC's take on it. Uh, And we get a chance to see... This brand new uh, Justice League starts to form up. I'm excited. I mean, it's a it's a straight reset. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what they do with it because they have a lot looking for it. I mean, they got this. Um, I'm trying to figure out if they're going to even bring in anyone else, but I think they're focusing on Batman and Superman and then wrapping up or continuing the story of, you know, other things happening. You know, you're, you're going to have your Aquamans doing this thing. Um, you're going to have your Blue Beetle, which excited to see Blue Beetle. It's oh going to be super dope yeah. to see I'm that I'm so glad theaters. that wasn't canceled. Like, so I feel like happy. it always will remind me of Beetleborg, or Big Bad Beetleborgs, uh, which is uh, a spinoff. If you don't know Big Bad Beetleborgs, um, <laughs> if you remember Ninja Turtles, there were Street Sharks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then there was the Cowboys of Mumesa. Mm-hmm. Then there was... Um, the, the the frog people well beetleborgs was that for power rangers but it was yes. like cool cool you have power rangers we have beetleborgs they beetleborgs. also transform and have <laughs> and have robot companions and also fun fact they live in a haunted house with an actual dracula and a frankenstein because beetleborgs didn't know what it was gonna do but blue beetle's coming out uh i think in august of 2023 yeah and next it looks year. exciting i think that the aspect of his suit looks cool it's definitely gonna give me and i'm thinking they may even take the route of like black panther with his like suit being kind of like it's kind of like peeled mm-hmm. on his body we might get something like that um i'm really looking a... forward to seeing how they tie in his heritage yeah, to his costume say, a latino superhero cool. like it's I, I i am i am really curious if dc will be more mindful of like yeah, representation in a good way where they don't rely on stereotypes. Like, you know how mm-hmm. with Latino uh, culture, it's always set in some kind of cartel or like some kind of poverty thing. I really want to see in a whole different light in uh, if we have to visit a neighborhood or something, something that's just, this is normal life. And yeah, it's like what you thought you saw in like other TV. No, it's not like that. And I think like, mm-hmm. like we had with... Uh, with Wakanda Forever, Black Panther series, the same thing we have with Shang-Chi. I, I'm hoping Beetleborg, Beetleborg, see now you got to say Beetleborg, Blue Beetleborg can have a time where it's like, we want to celebrate our Latin heritage in a way where we're not, we're not stereotyped. We live very similar to y'all, but we have our own customs and stuff. This is how we live. Plus we yeah. have superhero now. Like I, I hope that DC, since this I mean, was this is the year for doing it was being filmed during the transition of DC. I, I don't know. I'm just hoping because I'm I mean, excited. They got a lot of good examples. I mean, they saw what Black Panther two did for Telokan. Yep, that's true. Like, like you got the people out here throwing up the Kamehameha, right? Uh, for for a homeboy Namor. Uh, yes. But no. But also, if you think about it, and I'm wondering how long this is going to be, you know, be so. There's only men so far in the justice league because i don't see a gal i don't, I don't see, see a either. wonder woman i don't see a wonder woman film being on there anymore i know that after Woman 184 um they <laughs> kind of canceled a third one like let's 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 pause for a minute but currently <laughs> there are only male superheroes in the dc right now you it's only shazam there's a flash um there's about to be a new superman there's aquaman there's, there's gonna be though 
Marlon? Supergirl is coming. Sorry, you're right. There's one. There is Supergirl who's coming out of the way. But there's literally just one. And For so now. I'm wondering with and I'm wondering with James Gunn being, you know, at the helm, he's gonna be like, cool, we need to do two more of these. Or or like we need to find some way to like adjust this because so far it's looking very male heavy over here. But I'm also wondering if this is like we're gonna plan it out because we can't plan too much too fast because we don't wanna like be where we were a couple years ago. Where we were just skipping steps and trying to jump right into our Avengers film. So right. time will tell. I'm excited to see what Supergirl looks like. Yeah. What I am. There's, there's no information. The last oh, yeah, time no, we saw Supergirl in the movies was in 1984. The 1984 Supergirl movie. So it's been 30 something years since we've even seen this character. Wait, you mean movies or TV? Because there, there, there was movie. a television series. Supergirl there on the big screen. Show. That's the last oh. time. That was a movie because it has Faye Dunaway as the villain. I remember um, that was the last time. Now I know if you saw the current Flash trailer, there is a type of Supergirl. I don't know if she's the connected. Supergirl variants. Yeah, I don't exist. I don't know if she's going to be Maybe. tied to this new movie, but I guess that would be the first time we see her back. And then, but this would be like I don't know her origin story. I don't know, but that is on the docket. And then the other, another for for me personally, this is a big thing because I love um, basically the darker part of DC. Swamp Thing is going to be a movie. Mm. Um, mm. A few years ago, it was a TV show. It failed miserably because this was back when mm. DC was trying to be like Disney it's Plus. It's a really hard film. It's to very do. hard to film. It, it, it falls under the, the genre of like too. Sandman and stuff. So it's like. Very, he's, very, he's, it's very picky, very hard. He, but he's like part cryptid, part yeah, like God horror. as well. There's horror, like it's a lot. There's horror, but I don't know who's t- I don't know who's directing it. I don't know who's writing it. I am sorry to hear that it should be a movie because I don't think it should have been a TV series. But I don't know anything else. But I think it should have been a TV series because I feel like. But they failed at I that. Mean, I feel like most articles acknowledge that. This is not a profound success thing. Like Swamp Thing is hard to sell to the average kind of comic book reader because his origin story is just so wildly yeah. out there. Like if you ask, like you know, I guess like because the aim is to hit at a basic general audience, and a general audience they kind of knew Iron Man, mm-hmm. they kind of knew Superman. Like they, they they know these things. When you bring up Swamp Thing. Then your general audience isn't gonna be able to pick up. Oh yeah, that's Alec Holland. He was murdered in a swamp yeah. uh, in 1970, whatever. And instead of dying, his vengeance attached itself to the Great Green, mm-hmm. which then was a part of Mother Gaia, which mm-hmm. then attaches him to the Greater Green Force, which allows him to channel through life and death at the same time. He can open up portals to and from different worlds. I remember that guy. No yeah, one's gonna that say guy. that because <laughs> this character is so it's so tricky. Like the fact that he shows up in Sandman. He yeah. shows up mm-hmm. in Superman. He shows up in all these other comics as an attachable character, but he's like a conduit for power. So I think it would have been much, I mean, it would have been a bigger it, it, it would have been a gamble to do a TV show and a movie, but I think it would have been a gamble on the side of success to do a movie, to do a TV show and have us walk through all of his things. Because cool. he has so many things that are attached to him and to it's all going to have to be in a movie, which is either going to be bogged down with too yeah, many details, or you're going to get a movie that's going to try to cut some of the fat, move it around, like the West and, gonna, movie. 
and then we wind up with a uh, a Captain Marvel thing where it's like, what are his powers? <laughs> I, can he just do anything? Like we don't know. Like I, I think that's OG. the issue they're going to run with if they can't like get enough explained. You just pop like, oh, I can solve that. And like, when did you? How could you know you could solve that? Like I'm I'm confused. Was this off screen Swamp Thing? After seeing Sandman, I was like, why can't the same crew just make Swamp Thing? Since they're both in the same universe, they should have just made uh, that. The Swamp Thing isn't sexy like that. But uh, they they don't have to make it sexy. They it can sexy do it like in that. a way where it's still a creepy horror show. <laughs> Sorry. Drama. By sexy, I mean it's not like it's not. People don't want that. Like you know, like sexy as in like cool, like murder and sex, like those it's things like all sell. It's like a Del Toro, what he did for Shape of Water, but a TV show. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, even in the Harley Quinn show, they make fun of like, yeah, what can't this man? Like this man is weird. We don't know what to do with him. He, we'll, <laughs> we'll give him a cameo, but like, he doesn't really have a strong tie. I mean, who knows? James Gunn brought the Guardians of the Galaxy to the to like the front stage. The man can do a lot, so maybe he can take Swamp Thing from obscurity and make like it a hot and popping thing. Because I don't, I don't think Swamp Thing comics was selling like they used to. I feel like all the movies, because the last movie that he's bringing is The Authority, which to me sounds like the group heist movie, which has seven heroes that are crazy, have crazy superpowers, and um, I'm not. I didn't really read these comics, so that to me is a fresh new story um and i feel like with all these movies from superman to batman to swamping to this um i think he's just trying to just hit a lot of different audiences because to me swamp thing you're hitting the darker the people who like the darker magical part of dc which is my favorite part of dc and then like with superman batman you know you have the general like dc you know that's the hero Mm -hmm. stuff and then like with authority it's like we have our they can do it either like Guardians of the Galaxy or they're going to do it more like Avengers or maybe a combination of both. Um, but it's, again, these movies are, Superman's the only one that I know Gunn said he is writing or he wrote the script for, but everything else I do not know who's attached to. So we will have to stay tuned that one's for that. priority, yo. Yeah. And I do want to say that Kat E, we have seen the end of an era the final season of the flash season nine. Oh gosh is this year and with it the and i think the arrowverse as a whole is done yeah they're the last so we show. would have seen the arrowverse start introduce the flash the arrow and before the flash mm-hmm. and the flash be the longest running not the longest running, but being the last running arrowverse show yes. and with it closing everything is just bookended it's it's over now like once this final i think it's only 13 episodes this final season as well so it's a shorter season and once they wrap it's done it's over wow shout out to the blackest dc show Shout out. it was the blackest one what if we adopt a white kid (laughs) like literally that that was the flash yes Flash is the blackest show. It has the most Twitter's. black and brown characters. He was raised in a black household. And they did it with just one prompt. 
Yeah. What if Flash had a, was adopted by a black family? Yes. Like, that's and it, it changed the dynamic of the entire show. Like, yes. What if he was, what if this, this black man was like, yeah, I think it's a little white that's boy. I like Barry. That Barry cool. is my Barry. I like that Barry. He, yeah. he I mean, people he are do. still, <laughs> and with this season coming to an end, people are still like hoping like, maybe this means that James Gunn wants to bring him into the Flash now because the show's over. Everyone right. is still holding out hope that Grant Gustin is going to get that call to the big done, leagues. Though. He's been playing for over 10 years, like for 10 years. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long he, while. He can things. I know. If did, Grant is yeah, perfect. If you didn't feel yeah. old before, you got to feel old now. You got to like, feel older. Wearing show, them stretchy we, suits. We were, we were there when the costumes were straight out of yeah. Party City. Yep. Like we were a part of those seasons where they were like still figuring out how this is going to work. For Power Ranger-esque. And I'm talking about Mighty Morphin Power Ranger-esque. And then we saw oh, the yeah. possession. Where they saw had the him from that running show. in front of a green screen. Right. And then it actually got better because they made more money. And I was like, oh, okay, we're getting better, you know? We saw them tackle things like the Speed Force, Gorilla Grodd, going back in time, the pettiness of Earbar Thon. Oh, my gosh, um, the pettiest man alive. (laughs) Who, again, just just reminds everyone that your favorite villain wish that they could be as bad as Eon. Literally, I think the only thing that kept the Reverse Flash from achieving... Uh, dark side levelness of just like terror was the fact that he prioritized. No, no, no I just want to bother one person. <laughs> like that's a I, I get it. Though, I get it. I could take over the entire galaxy, but I fucking hate Barry Allen. Yeah. and I'm going to devote every ounce of my time to mm-hmm. bothering that one man throughout every galaxy. I don't care if I have a nuclear device. I'm going to point it at Barry Allen and only Barry Allen. Or better yet, I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to make sure that all his girlfriends break up with him because I'm that petty. Or, hey, I'm going to go back in time and trip him as he's riding his bicycle and he skins his knee and make sure he doesn't want to ride a bike anymore. I'm going to do that. I'm going to bring care. his daughter to the forefront. Uh, oh, my gosh. I love that season when you get to meet Nora. Like, that was, like, my favorite season. That's petty. Nora was. Yeah. yeah. We're no longer getting that. We're no longer getting And I think that also seek. cements that DC had and still has much better TV shows than Marvel does. Yep. The fact that's, that the Arrowverse lasted this long and it started, I want to say, within maybe a year after Shield started. Like, because Shield college. was there. We had Shield. We had Agent Carter. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, the Inhumans, and I'm sure oh another God. couple of shows. I think that? so far only Legion is holding it down on FX because mm-hmm. FX that, that was that was FX the place is, to be they, they know what they're doing because they're, they're letting him do things yep. that they couldn't do on CW yeah. yep. but uh, that's why we need more mature Marvel shows because those people are pulling it down but since I'm talking about TV shows I kind of want to go through this list quickly um, yeah. TV shows list Gunn is another writer for Creature Commandos which I feel like is another Suicide Squad project in this show again we have another super team of monstrous prisoners so that's craziness um amanda waller is still directing this group so of course she is i feel like that's going to be another just, answer to the suicide squad just the, movie the that, b that squad to the suicide squad cool the suicide squad all day squad i need two. the creature commandos <laughs> right right Bring me my third string <laughs> speaking of amanda waller because we love viola viola davis is my favorite actress so because she's like the amanda the waller smanker. now she gets her own show now so now we get a, a show called waller and it's going to feature her, the, um, I think it says it's going to have Peacemaker in it. Oh, Team Peacemaker is also going to be in the show. 
Um, and it's oh, yeah. written by Watchmen's Crystal Henry. So Watchmen, the X-Men, Watch- X-Men the a- HBO Watchmen, and then uh, Supernatural's Jeremy Carver. So we have two big writers who have or successful TV shows who are writing the show. I'm very excited for this because I've never even thought of having a show about her. She sees a lot of stuff and she does a lot of crazy shit. So very excited yeah. for this show. Um, I mean, you you, you kind of get an... Uh, an, uh, an avenue point to just drop in other characters because yes. she meets everyone. And also, I think it's also cool to point out the fact that Peacemaker got a season two and they have a spinoff and Waller is a spinoff of Peacemaker because mm. Waller is going to reprise her role that takes, that starts the series at, their series starts where Peacemaker ended. Wow. And they're going to be okay. bringing Peacemaker characters across and back and forth. Mm. So you have basically an arrow and flash of like, cool, yeah. we're going to cross reference back and forth again. So we'll see if Peacemaker can just like do more of the Wallerverse. But yeah, <laughs> oh it's growing. Oh my God, don't make that a thing. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be the name of the episode. Please, Wallerverse. no. Wallerverse. We're living no, in a Wallerverse. I don't. Um, Every day. There's a big thing. I don't know <sighs> if you know of this character. He's pretty golden in the DC universe. Bo- Booster Gold. Now we talk, I don't know about y'all, but he, if you remember Justice League, the cartoon show, he was in that show. Um, he has he's always like that bright sunshine in the comics. But to have a TV show on him, I think that's gonna be hilarious because he's funny, he's a time traveler. Um <laughs> he uses consumer appliances from the future to make a superhero into a present. Like I love Mr. Gold, so this made me happy. I I have a feeling it's gonna be a comedy. Um, I don't know knowing how DC comics naturally is more mature than Marvel. I don't know how the humor is going to play, but if they really push the button with the humor, this Man. could be like pretty funny. We need I that. mean, I feel like I've Come already on. gotten my booster gold and <laughs> I don't care for anyone else. <laughs> if y'all watched a little show called DC's Legend of Tomorrow, they already introduced okay. Booster Gold, who was none other than Mr. Donald Faison. That was a good true. show. And I was, was like, that's show. my booster gold right there. Do you think that's that, do you think they'll ask chocolate him to come bear. back? Chocolate Bear is my booster girl. <laughs> Do you think they will ask him to portray him in the no, series? No, they won't ask him to for the same reason why they won't ask Grant and Gustin because they're both from the Arrowverse. Yeah, but Grant said no to everything. I think Donald will be open. I'm sure he would, but I feel like it's like it, it's a um, a continuity thing where it's like if we bring him. Like, are we going to have to also either address that this is the same guy or bring everyone else around him? And hmm. I think they're DC's, I think at the point, they just want to start fresh. But, and again, they want to build these actors who are going to be with them though. for a long time. When you bring in Booster Gold, you bring in basically someone who can travel to different realities. Right. And you can have these Spider-Man-esque, ooh, look at this version he traveled to to see that different character. Look, he went to that world and that, that the thing. So... We're not going to get Donald Face on, but we'll get someone that, you know, is young and ready to play. I hope they're. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with you because they did it for for X-Men. They did it for um, uh, Wanda's brother for. Um, that wasn't Patreon. That was that was Dick Butkus. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's same possible. Actor. Same actor. Anything though. is possible. Same actor. Anything is but, possible. Anything. But they won't. But I wish they would, because that'd be great to see Donald Face on the big screen. Uh, please, being hilarious DC, and himself. Listen to our please. Let's get there, Okay, so the last two episodes, I'm very last two episodes, last two shows, I'm very excited to talk about. I mean, this one's for you. Uh, we're gonna have a show set in Themyscira, 
Uh, it's going to touch into Wonder Woman's history. It's going to be called Paradise Paradise Lost. It's going to be very uh, Game of Thronesy. The show or a yes, movie? Yes, it's a show. It's going to have political intrigue and it's an island of all women. Is so, it a Wonder Woman show? Yes, Wonder Woman show, but she, she might it? not be in it. She may uh, not be in it. So it's going to be, be like a prequel of like, let's talk about Wonder Woman's hot mom just on that island. <laughs> like this idea because yeah they all seem to leave peacefully but you know there's some haters there i i just want to see what where's the messiness what's the drama at on this island and we're about to see it and i want to see how how they just live like as far as different departments different houses like do they do they do that you know so in this show uh this is going to be our again game of thronesy show out of the bunch um but it's smart though i mean because they already live in this world where there is the belief or understanding that the Greek gods are real. Yep. And so you have a show that can bring in this mythos that's really fun. People, I mean, people bank on the uh, like the crowd that you can bring in with films about the Greek gods because everyone knows, or a large majority of people know them. Now you throw in the fact that, hey, these is an island of women who are fending off these other terrible men. Maybe we go into the war with Hades. Mm-hmm. Um, you can throw in a lot of prophecies in this, and you can make it multiple seasons. And I think, um, I think of the Mercs. with the Merc, and I think it's gonna <laughs> be taking place in chapter one uh, of Gods and Monsters of, of the DCU. Oh wow! So I think it's like a spinoff mm-hmm. of the Wonder Woman films films serving as a prequel to wonder woman and it takes place in a chapter in the dcu called gods of monsters so we get a chance to see them fight the gods yes. who come to earth and these monsters I'm so, so excited for this because they just this is shouldn't mess it up brilliant just don't, don't mess, mess it, it up. up i mean and it's going to be on hbo max so they like, can go was, there this is perfect this is a perfect channel perfect they can show. take it so far please do well because this just could be don't my new lean too show. much into game of thrones because i don't think we need more rape and shows anymore. no 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 like, you could i just think not what they did was different i feel like it has to be said and there's going to be it drama to be and said, lying though. and there's going to be sex but it's going to like how House oh, no, of Dragons. sex is fine sex is fine how i just really want to it. cut I think, back i think what they should have used was house of dragons because they did it in a better way than game of thrones rape yeah, I would just I just want to reduce on those things. I feel like Game of Thrones is like this is common. We're just gonna show this, and it's like, right. where did we get to television to where that's House TV now? And I blame Game of Thrones for like, hey, here's four episodes across eight seasons of rape. This is just what we're gonna be watching now, and it's right. like, do we need to watch it? So I'm hoping that they no. take note. You have the violence. You maybe have some of the sex. Maybe not make it so gross. Um, and just like yeah, you know, everyone like has sometimes a British with, accent. With, and I think sometimes HBO Max likes to like really like focus in on the sex. So I'm like, great. Because it's HBO. And I, and I think we talked about this with like the actor from you being like, hey, can we not have this many sex scenes this, this season around? I'm hoping they're like, maybe we don't need that many sex scenes in this Themyscira TV show. But to it's each their own. Like, please don't be like, at least don't mm-hmm. be like Spartacus. That's all I'm asking for. Oh, where you walk into a room and it's just like all naked women just, just walking episode, around? People having I mean, sex Kat, everywhere. <laughs> I mean... What if that's the way to be like, hey, this is fine. This is like Rome, a, a then, this is like a no, don't mention those like, show hey, either. This is like a western thing. Show, like everyone's just gonna be naked and free. Why <laughs> oh. would women on an island have to wear clothes? Yeah, but so I, I wanna, wanna, I wanna that, focus that, on that the political issue. <laughs> anyway. Hey, hopefully there are women who are directing because we saw what happened when they transferred over 
the Amazons from the Wonder Woman film oh, who God. were like wearing oh, actual God. battle outfits. Oh, and then true. you show the one show the same Amazons and the Justice League film and they're all wearing like full halter tops and bralettes. Did you know that gives them more stats though, Marlon? That's that's the reason why. You play too much Final Fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lastly, personally, this is my favorite. Talk about my show. This is my favorite announcement out of everything James Gunn says. Talk about it. Me, me, Catherine, my favorite DC character is Green Lantern for so many reasons. And so Blackest actually, Night. James Gunn is no like, evil can I got escape you, our sight. and has a show called Lanterns. In this show called Lanterns, it's going to be da, 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 a detective show um, similar to True Detective. It's going to have Hal Jordan and my favorite car- DC character of all time, John Everyone's fucking Stewart. Favorite. Yes. And they're going to team John up Stewart. as a body, uh, buddy cop team up type uh, thing. And they're going to focus on like dark mysteries Da, da, da. And I am fucking st- like you guys. I this idea. I am this so is, happy. I'm about to this is a genius. <laughs> it's a genius level this is idea. So genius. They, because it's this like can lead people to love Blackest Night. Like this. This can. This can open so many doors. Like. Well, yeah. It's like it's people already love mysteries. They already love True Detective. But now you throw in the vein of intergalactic travel. Yes. There is going to be space aliens involved. Yes. Space mystery. Space like, mystery. Ah! Sorry. And you're also thrown into <laughs> what feels very similar to like a, a a men in black thing where like Ooh. two people who know aliens are on this planet and know they're up to There's no, no good have to like maintain the peace, <laughs> but also that. like are like, there's so much it can do with this property as a whole that I love it. And yes. also I love the fact that they realize that, yes, people like Hal Jordan and they were wanting a Hal Jordan film, Forever. but the majority of us who grew up watching the Justice Cartoon League Network show. Justice League. We are all John Stewart. John Stewart fans. from Detroit. We stand, stand <laughs> Phil Lamar as John yes. Stewart and his and him and Shayera and Chitara and everyone. So I love that you know what? Let's just bring them both back. Let's just do both of them because that's gonna bring both audiences together and it gives us a chance to figure out who's gonna be the straight man. Like is is how Jordan gonna be like the very calm like no he's not hey, kid. he's gonna be the one or is touching everything John Stewart gonna be like <laughs> we have protocols that's him and he's if the so dude. you're gonna have like a what's this you're, you're gonna have like a lethal weapon partnership with oh, like the no, black guy being like that. listen if you don't I'm I'm getting too over this shit you gotta weapon. cut it out it's like come on let's go do it I am wondering if John Stewart it to me it's like is he gonna be the older actor and is how gonna be the younger actor. Or character Ooh, and it's gonna life. be like because you said with the weapon and i'm thinking it's gonna be that dynamic of mm. i have a very like you know john stewart very i've been militant. here a minute i've seen I'm things. In the military da, da, da. Mm. Oh, Jordan, he has his own experience but he's like he's like tom cruise in uh he's Top like a Gun. playboy i'm gonna do what i want i'm gonna touch everything oh i mess up but then you know john got my back john's like I, I i i can't stand your ass how but I'm the only one here for you, you know? So rules I'm is like, rules. <laughs> I think, yeah, they have a great dynamic that works for a TV. It works episodically because you can do a two-episode stand of a mystery or even like a one-episode filler where they're having fun. But I think you introduce the dry humor of Jon Stewart, who's an, who's an ex-military man who maybe has already had the, the, the lantern ring for a while and you bring in this young hotshot Hal Jordan who's mm-hmm. just figuring this all out. You have the dynamics of a fun buddy cop film. Um, it doesn't have to be super 
high drama, but it does sound like they're going for a true detective type drama. Uh, and that just means that James Gunn opening himself to a lot of fun narrative stylings that you can introduce in DC, particularly around um, some of the sketchier DC villains and some of the aliens that are intersecting with uh, the, the Lantern Corps and uh, this Earth. You see? Yeah. Is is this the show that you're talking about? Is this the one? The yes, yes. Okay. He's in Justice League. Just only two seasons, limited. Two. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's also Justice League Unlimited, which it's Justice League Unlimited uh, was great mm-hmm. because the last episode of the first Justice League ends with literally the Justice League calling every superhero to help them out. Yeah. And you get this beautifully orchestrated scene where the camera pans mm-hmm. to just like every abstract hero and villain like, OK, we're all standing together and to fight music. this. And it's like, it's, and then of course, in the second one, it's like superheroes raining down from the sky as the four JLA members are standing side by, like shoulder to shoulder on a mountaintop, like standing for justice. Because now they have an unlimited supply of heroes. And it also allows us to see in the next season, every other hero gets an episode. Mm-hmm. You get like Mr. Blankface, who has yes. like a whole detective question. episode. The, the question. Yeah. You have episodes about like Mas and Menno. So like, it's, it's a. I'm looking forward to seeing how they're going to bring in maybe some extra characters, bring some extra drama to this true detective thing, or if we're going to eventually work our way up to a Justice League Unlimited level Ooh, yes. um, Wait, so type show. Which comes first? Which series comes Justice first? Justice League. Justice League. Oh, okay. Okay. Now you're making me want to watch Justice League after this too. I mean, it's a good show. It's, it's, to me, that is, I don't will always say DC animation like is the best. Like Marvel can never, ever catch up to that no matter how hard they try. It's because DC just has really great stories and they're perfect for animations because they really go into magic and crazy. Everyone's super powered in DC and everyone has crazy magic from the dark and the light side. So it's, it's such a good, sh- but to me, I know like we talk about like anime series for Batman and Superman, but for me, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, it's like top, the top is of the top. But uh, yeah, um, I want to say that's about it for the DC uh, plan from James Gunn. As you know, um, he would be leading movie, TV, and video games as well. So we're going to have to stay tuned to what other things he's going to be announcing. But all the stuff coming out this year, Shazam, The Flash, and Aquaman's uh, new movie, Aquaman 2 or whatever. These are pre-DCU, so they will not count towards the mm-hmm. new uh, his new uh, world moving forward. So these movies are mm-hmm. the last of the last and then we say goodbye to them. Like, they don't count. So yeah. that's it. Right. And then also, just so you know, Eamon, um the Justice League animated series is a part of the Tim-verse. Hmm. Because um, what is yeah, Bruce Tim oh. was in, involved in a lot of the animated series from like you see his name, the watch Batman. It. Yeah, say. so basically <laughs> all of those Batman films, even Static Shock, is a, and Batman mm-hmm. Beyond are a part of the Timverse. So mm-hmm. they all are interconnected together, um, including Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. So they're that's why Static Shock appears multiple times in Justice League's episodes, <sighs> yes. uh, and vice versa. They appear in his TV show as well because they're all part of. 
the same gotcha. world. So okay. definitely check out anything if that Bruce Timmons is a part of. If we can have that same feeling of when we watch those shows with these movies and TV shows, I think James Gunn is will be doing a good job. If I can have the same feeling of how I felt watching not only those TV shows, but like even the movies that came out, like the mm. good ones. Because um, I was so into the, especially in mid-2000s, late 2000s, all the DC animated movies so good like the the red hood is my favorite of course but if, if we can have that same like excitement watching that in these movies and tv shows, oh my gosh james yeah, Gunn, I mean, you did it you did it and i could take a break from marvel you guys because now i can enjoy superheroes this on this side of the of the fandom now marvel's yeah, great, but no, it's time for dc to actually step up and do yeah. their thing it's time to diversify yes. our watching. Like, yes. I, it's gotten to the point where the people are able to tell what a Marvel film looks like and it's starting to play on itself. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it would behoove DC to step up their game in a way that would reinvigorate the the market of superhero films to bring something new. Because Marvel's delivering what Marvel's delivering, and they're not changing it. So DC, it's your chance to like put a stamp on it. Doesn't always have to be dark and gritty like the Snyderverse, but you got to put something out there that's gonna like say, "Hey, this is bye the bye, this is our new cut." We like DC Comics has reset hella times, so this makes sense for them to reset again. But you got to make this reset like, "Cool, we're sticking to this one yes. for at least twenty years." I'm a full ass adult, and DC started one more they, time. <laughs> I'm like, ha- okay. They had no Kevin Feige to like anchor them. This is true, but this is why. What? But that was a Warner Brothers decision. They yeah. didn't have to yeah, make that choice. That was a but they were like, dumb choice. We can do this. And they, yeah, sure, I agree. But I feel like they were just kind of like, we could do that, and then we're just like, let's just throw them out there. We don't have to get. Let's not pay a guy to to be the idea guy. Let's just let's just pay people to do individual ideas. And then after they each finish separately, tell them, by the way, you have to tie your stories it's together. I know you finished so shooting, yeah. but like I need you to like do a scene where all of them connect. So that's what I know Snyder you wrapped, tried to do. I know you wrapped everything and you're like you're like, you're like packing away the equipment. Cut, but can anyways. you shoot right. something? The nightmare verse, which I was like, why would you want to go goes. that okay, whatever. That man put everything out there. Right. I'm not saying like I'm not I don't hate on the man. I just think his stuff wasn't the stuff I was looking for. But you know, he tried and I think that made the stakeholders think, Oh, we see what he's doing, but we're studying how Marvel does it. And originally DC did want Kevin Feige, but I don't Kevin Feige was like, Hell no. Um I I invest too much in Marvel. I'm not leaving. So the next best thing was James Gunn because he had worked with uh Feige for so long under him with his stuff. So he was the next best person and he did well with Suicide Squad. So it makes sense for him to come over and do the damn thing himself. And now we have, um, what was it? The new 10 year plan. This is just phase one. If we can, can we call this phase one of DC? Um, this is phase 0. 0.5. 0.5. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I don't because know. I, I, just, I still, I still have the Black Adam thing in my head, I and it just—it was just so like, I what? Just, <laughs> hey, I, it, like I see the intention of it, but there was like no substance to it. I don't know. I just was so like, you know, if, if this has been, been working on for how many years, you think That's they would true. have a fucking script that I makes sense? Like, no. I feel like Ugh. it's not your fault. It's not your fault. The Rock made it sound like this was a passion project and that he was going to deliver some something he's never delivered before. Be he, he, really was like, back. he was like, listen, I'm like, 
the Black Adam is the most amazing film you'll like. He was really selling this yeah, film, and I'm like, so I'm like, I'm like, damn, maybe he, he I'm like, damn, maybe he acted, maybe he actually acted in this <gasps> oh. film because he, it's his trust baby, and you get there, you're like, accent, oh, boo. he's just delivering a regular ass normal rock voice. He's, he's not even trying to have an accent. This this man was from ancient egypt and he's like i am the rock and i'm gonna yeah. do stuff and now i'm gonna yeah. blast people and this I'm is like, gonna be dope freak oh no what i haven't happened? seen it yet, i think but he spoke arabic one time he did? like I, I i think he said was, maybe like was, a like yeah. I, I think he had one line of arabic and it was english well, after no, he that had, he had at least a couple two or three okay. reason why he was silent but it was scorpion mostly king. english you guys remember scorpion king right he was silent i mean speaking of scorpion king that's basically what it was that right it but has been so many years <laughs> since scorpion king like rock 30 years and you did it again they put his head on a skinny man's body and it looked terrible and i'm like rock no not you could have just you could have just been like like hunched over with like an old man like pl- you could have like done ropes. anything but try to do the captain america which looked bad then the little i'm a tiny head on a tiny I body like a family guy it's like your head is your size because you have muscles. So your head is, it's you're hard to make it tiny boy. like that. You're, you're, you're a big man. And so we get this really awkward scene with this tiny, skinny bodied man Stop. has this fat head, this fat Stop. rock, 400 pound muscle shaped head, no. chrome dome. And it was just, it was bad. Well, hey, say goodbye because we are hoping that we won't have to even deal with that anymore moving forward. The way Jane's gun was setting it up, so maybe we can let it go. Maybe, maybe James Gunn will be better at like integrating side characters, like the side characters in Black Adam were just like these weird attachments. I'm like, oh, is no. this for real? Like y'all tried to create a storm that wasn't really storm. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not watching this. I think I'd be too angry. <laughs> and an Ant Man. <laughs> no. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm dying. This is like, this is like the the wish version <laughs> Marvel <laughs> good no not mm. a fan well Marlon I'm gonna let you have the mic I think you have some I pretty good oh, reviews sure. on some stuff that's been out for us to watch yeah we're just gonna give you a nice just little palette cleanser of some beautifully curated Netflix garbage <laughs> um, lovely love is blind y'all out the gate let's talk about love is blind <laughs> Uh, I love to talk about it because it's it's high drama and it's great because as a nation we've agreed it's okay to judge other people uh, and judge their marriages wow. uh, or lack thereof. Uh, and so, what was great about this past season was that it was chock full of so much drama. Uh, but the best drama happened in the where are they after the altar special that they do with every one of the shows. Everyone else is boring drama, like, uh, oh, he was mean to you. That sucks. Um, hey, y'all should break up because you definitely are afraid of him. And it's been a year. You still haven't moved in together, oh. um, which was a big flag. And I'm like, y'all don't want to get married. This man didn't want to neuter his dog and his dog is humping people. And she's like, I don't like it. He's like, it's my dog. And it's like, that's your wife, my guy. And she's asked, she doesn't want to move in with you because one, you have a dog that's just unneutered running around the house humping on things. And two, apparently there was a body found in his dumpster in his neighborhood. Shut and he was like, up. that was like a month ago. And I'm like, man, that was, it doesn't matter. This is you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> a, a month is too short a time. Did he know to have the a body, body anywhere. in the garbage? No, he was just like, it, he, 
Brie Slayer, like, body, my neighborhood's not that bad. She was like, there was a body in a dumpster. And he was like, uh, I mean, that was, that was a while ago. Um, anyway, they're, they're not going to get married. Um, what? They're just, they're just not, they're just not made for each other. Oh, God. It, everyone on the show is, uh, I think for, except for one couple is doing okay. Oh, yeah. uh, everyone else though what? is just having a, yeah, it's one, it's just one person, wow. which I mean, it makes the most sense when you think about it. I think right now the people that are still together are Alexa and Brennan. Um, they are still married, still kind of doing their own thing. Um, and somehow Colleen and Matt are still married, despite the fact that they don't live together at all. It works uh, for them. And, <laughs> and uh, he is a scary man. But anyway, oh, the best bit of drama, fun. the best bit of drama came um, from everyone's surprise favorite, SK. Now, if you don't know, SK is this Nigerian data engineer. And he was engaged to this Pilates instructor's named Raven. Uh, Raven, beautiful woman, super funny, very talented in her Pilates, very fit. Uh, SK, smart young man. Um, he turns her down at the altar and says, hey, I'm going to graduate school in Berkeley. You live in Texas. It doesn't make sense for us to do this. I'm going to graduate school for four years. It'd be back and forth. Let's keep dating. And then, you know, we can build something and then get married and try it again. She was like, you know what? Let's do that. So they had been dating since the show ended. They He proposed to her during the After the Altar special. And, then, and she says yes. So she's been engaged twice now. The oh. show edits it to where the minute after she says yes and they hug, it fades to black. <laughs> and then it just goes, the engagement ended a month later. Damn. And then you come to find out that the entire reason why is because he had been dating another woman while he was on the show both times. And it got even worse to where apparently on a podcast, Raven was saying that uh, SK cornered the producer and was like, do not include the clip of me proposing to her a second time. Please don't include that clip of me proposing to her. Take it out of the show. Please don't show it. You can't do that. And they're like, we're gonna do it. Like yeah. we, you signed a contract. Literally called us to record it. Like we, like this was like pre. Like we walked up with you, videotaped the whole thing. Had the like the little cute. Had like the little like like name plates on the screen. The editing, all of that. And this man's like, just don't, just don't show it because uh, his significant other was like, how dare you? You said you was gonna be with me, oh, and he's like, no. yeah, girl, but I'm on this show and I'm gonna get this money for being on the show uh and so that was quite frankly the most fun to watch because i was like oh this is juicy (sighs) this man is this man is 34 cat (laughs) the men in the situation i love how you were like this man is 34 he's a grown-ass man oh gosh that's that's worse it is worse oh gosh but yeah, so so far, uh, yeah, that was that terrible show. Super bad. <laughs> really enjoyed watching it though. Um, highly recommend if you are messy like me uh, and you baby. like to watch. If you're a messy baby like your boy, you could you should definitely give it a watch. It was definitely a show, uh, a show and a half to behold. Now, if you want something else, if you are a big fan of K dramas, um, and you also like competitions. Uh, but you're also very much aware that, um, hey, I just I just don't have a lot of 
you know, uh, uh, excitement going on from day to day, uh, you should watch Netflix's Physical 100, uh, which is a show that I that my wife showed me to, which I didn't think was going to be as enthralling as it is. The premise of the show is bringing a hundred strong people, and the word strong varies. So there are people who are strong men who weigh 500 pounds and are giants. Then there are people who are CrossFit champions who are very svelte and muscular. Then there are your YouTube celebrities who are fitness instructors. Then you have your uh, Instagram social media, like people who work out and get sponsorships. And then you have the straight up Olympic level athletes. You have Olympic wrestlers, Olympic fencers, Olympic skeleton uh, uh, skaters and whatnot. You give them all different competitions to see who's the strongest one. And every episode was wild. First episode, they split them up in half. They start with 100, 50-50. They have to all hang from a ceiling. Last one up there wins. And so everyone's just hanging for three hours. People are just hanging up there, holding like, it's like just like monkey bars. They're holding on the monkey oh, no. bars, trying not to fall. Uh, no. That was great. Second round is literally either a game of keep away or a wrestling match. Oh, There's two fields. There's two fields. Oh, and so, no and so who like whoever hung on the longest gets to pick who gets to be a part of it. So if you're like a skinnier guy, of course you pick the bigger guy and you go to the ring where you can run around him and you can climb over stuff. But if you're a bigger guy, you could pick the skinny guy and take him to like the wrestling ring where you literally, it's just like, it's a pool in the ground in mud and it's just a, a big medicine ball. And you have, I think five minutes or three minutes to just like, and it's like the last one holding the ball wins. And so, and you think it's fair, like but it's not fair. It's because, like some people, because the show is like, it's like a hundred people and of the a hundred people, maybe 20, 25 are women. Um, or maybe let's not. It, it, it's unfortunate there aren't a lot of women on the show. But mm. in that wrestling round, in that running round, there were a lot of men who were smaller just picking women, which mm. was really messed up. Mm. Because there's like a couple of cheerleaders. There was a couple of um, there was a couple of like female bodybuilders. Uh, and they were picked because the men could just like wrestle them and like get the ball away from them and like throw them around. Because you didn't throw people. Like they're like, there's this like Olympic wrestler who was just suplexing this guy four times in a row. Oh my god! So he dropped the ball and then he like grabbed it. Then it was this like big um, uh, bodybuilder guy who just like held the ball in one hand and just like mushed the other guy. Oh for five my minutes. <laughs> and it's like, he can't get it. He's too small. He's just so big. This is, this is unfair. He's just so tiny. You can't get the ball from you. <laughs> and then like, 25 get kicked out. Then the next thing, which is even wilder, is cool. You now have to carry sand across a bridge you have to build nope, and no. pour it into a pot. And whoever has, the, and like they're doing this, they're running up a hill into a, a, a bridge throwing sand. And it was just wild. It had the greatest comeback I've ever seen. They had this team of like mostly women and these like skinny guys who, and they were the underdog mm -hmm. and they won. And I felt so I much pride in my soul. I'm like, you show those men that women can do the shit y'all are doing out here. But then the very next challenge was like, great, carry a boat. And I'm like, oh, this might not, this, this, this might not work. Like a kayak? You mean a boat. They had a task. They had to, as a team, move a two-ton boat across sand up a slope Stop. and tie it off 
And so this team of like, again, mostly women and an injured guy are like <laughs> trying to carry this big ass ship across the sand. And they are, y'all, I have never seen sweat the way these people, they are just like pouring sweat because they're carrying everything and they're shoving it and they're having the hardest time getting across the sand. And like this guy is injured. He's like, he like broke his, I think he like messed up his knee at the last challenge but he oh wanted to keep God. playing so he's like trying his hardest but like with one good leg trying oh to pull no. this boat up and they of course lose but it was super sad and the last challenge though the show's almost over now is there's four challenges and they're all like based off of like punishment so they're doing like <laughs> the punishment of um i don't know if you guys know Hephaestus or is it of sisyphus where they have to push a boulder up a hill oh and then push it down the hill and there is no time limit. It's just the last man standing wins. Oh. And so there's just five dudes just like huffing and puffing, shoving this boulder up a hill and pushing it down the hill and just being tired and tired. And then you watch as they like quads just give out and they like fall to the bottom and they just fall down because their legs just like they're done. They're spent. And you have this tag game where they're running around a relay field. And the goal is to touch, to tag the person in front of you. Mm-hmm. And so it's four people just running in a circle, trying to tag the other person. And it's running, and it's running, and it's running. And it looks so tiring. But it's like, if you slow down, the person behind you is going to get you. So you have to keep running fast. Oh, and then you're tired. And people are getting like stitches in their side, like, oh, I got a cramp. Oh, I got a cramp. And so oh, I have no. to keep running. And, and it was so good. And there was this moment where they had to like hurdle over a fence and then run across sand and like get a tiki torch. Oh my god! I hate sand now. And then the best one, and the best one was just hold this boulder on your shoulder. The last one standing wins. And literally just four. And I felt back like this because the teams have to pick who goes into what, but. There's only four people and everyone could want the same thing. You have to decide it. And so multiple times women sacrifice themselves by volunteering to do other things so their male partners could do the thing that they wanted to do. Mm. So this woman is like maybe 110 pounds, decides to do the boulder carrying oh my one. God. And she's up against this like six foot seven, 320 pound man, strong man who does this every other day. <laughs> and like they had to like pick no. the boulder and put it on their shoulders. And it was the saddest thing in the world to watch this woman not get it on her shoulder. Aww. She tried five separate times to get it up there. And the thing is you can't leave the field. You just have to wait until the last person finishes. So she had to just like, she was the first one out and couldn't get up and just like put on the ground and just kind of sat there and watched that this man held a, something on his boulder for two and a half hours straight. They, these, these two men stood side by side holding these boulders and were just standing there just concentrating so hard looking at the ground breathing carefully and just looking dead ahead and like the clock is like two hours everyone's like this is taking forever who's gonna drop this is insane wow the pressure check it out it uh, uh, every no, episode <laughs> every episode is so stressful it also doesn't help that it also looks kind of like Kind of like Squid Games at times. It no. feels like when you're describing it, I'm like, does people, anyone die? Because like the referees are wearing like just like face masks. I'm like, this is oh, this no. is Squid Games. Oh. I think at some point one of the Koreans goes, "Is this Squid Games?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he's also like, "I know I signed up for this show, but this is getting really weird." Are we dying? 
where are we? They're, right? And they're, <laughs> also, the I think they're also, med like, team. There are also right. three Americans on this show who oh, live God. in Korea. There's one who plays baseball. Uh, there's one who's just this white guy who loves Korean culture, and it's really weird. It's really <laughs> weird. I hate I'm glad he was gone. And there's this black guy who just speaks Korean. So I'm guessing he was raised there. He just he, he didn't speak a lick of it. He just speaks Korean the entire time. Hmm. But he's, he's, he's also a break dancer. So there you go. Yeah, we have check. a pretty big community over there. So yay. They're all over down. Yeah. So check, definitely check that out. Uh, and then if you feel up to, if, if you're wondering to yourself, hey, I wonder what happened to all those, you know, dating shows. Like once it ends, like did they come back? Well, guess what? Nick Lachey has an answer because <laughs> Nick Lachey has another goddamn dating show. Oh, no, not Netflix. Literally what in the trailer, this? he was like, "Netflix decided to do another dating show, and they knew who to call me, Nick Lachey." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Nick, I'm glad you also know this is becoming redundant. Oh, and he was like, gosh. "I want to be on the show called The Perfect Match, and The Perfect Match." literally is guests is, is contestants who, who are on love is blind the ultimatum too hot to handle and the mole and sexy oh beast. any season no. and sexy beast any no. season and the goal is like you like pair up yes. and you see if you got like you know if you got good banter uh <laughs> and then there's like a game involved and the couple that wins gets to break up the matches and match people with different people and the drama of course ensues because what if you like Samantha, but the next thing you know, you got paired with Robin, and now you're like, oh, I like Robin, but Samantha's talking to Jeremy over there, and she's, she's over there kissing on him. So there you go. You got this other show, because Netflix has decided and determined that their algorithm works best if they keep doing dating shows. So they're going to keep yes. doing it, and great. They And it, you think about it, big, like, reality TV shows all funnel to um, The Challenger, like for like basic TV, the challenger pulled in people from the real world, Big Brother, mm-hmm. Survivor. That's what the challenger was for. Netflix now has their challenger, which is like, great. Wow. We're going to consolidate all of our people onto another show. And these people are going to keep being reality celebrities. That's very smart, though. Yeah. Because I saw the lineup and it's like, yeah, it's all the people, at least from from Too Hot to Handle and Sexy Beats, all the people who really stood out that drove you crazy, they're on that show. Yeah. <laughs> like goddamn Bartiste. Mm-hmm. Bartiste is on this show and I can't stand him. But then there's also this other guy who, I don't know if y'all remember Shane from season two. He had like the Coke smile. Like, is he, I he think had the so. biggest, like the internet was like, this man is on cocaine. This man is on cocaine because he keeps he, he's, he he can't not stop moving. He's always twitching, <laughs> and he's, he's like tweaking. And he's on the show as well. And I'm like, I don't know what the priority of the show was or the category was, but I'm surprised you made it. They're like, yes, everyone loves how hot you are, and I'm like, this man, he is not. But this man, I think it's because like, he caught he's just artiste. He's I can see dramatic as hell. I think it's, it's probably it because he's out of his fucking mind. So. <laughs> Those are your reality corners to watch. And if you're in the mood for a documentary that is really thorough uh, and adds, I think, a great um, a great talking point in your household, um, this is my serious voice, I think the documentary you should watch is um, called Gunther's Millions. Have you all heard about this show? No. Okay. So Gunther's Millions um, is about um, this individual who was given money. 
He travels on private planes. Uh, he has like gold flake steaks. He has this. glamorous models and celebrities. Yes. He's also a German He's shepherd. He's a dog, yeah. So I saw the Gunther trailer. <laughs> is a German shepherd. That is a multi-millionaire. Uh, reaction. Okay. No, Marla, keep going. Because then there's a whole backstory. Of, it's like, wild, Evie. Like some uh, like a cult documentary or something. is ridiculous. Yeah. It starts with a ridiculous premise. This dog inherited millions. You're like, how is that possible? It's an animal. That's bullshit. Then it's like, no, no, no. Let's dive deeper on it because it is bullshit. Because <laughs> the entire backstory of this animal is fabricated in this amazing way. And what's even more amazing is that all this money comes from nepotism, but it's disguised as inherited wealth from this lucrative um this cult. L- lucrative ARS, sorry, this 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 countess gave money to a dog uh, because her son committed suicide because he was depressed, but he loved his dog. Uh, and so the countess decided that, you know what, I'm going to give all my wealth to this dog because my son who committed suicide loved this dog <laughs> and this dog made him happy. But also, <laughs> I'm going to give 25 pages worth of notes about what this dog has to have. Yes. And it includes, he needs to have a record contract with people who record music, uh, happy music. They also need to be in a household together. They also need to always have sex constantly. With who? The dog? With each other. So Not the dog. The dog is never involved. The dog is never involved. But it has to be within the house sex? of the dog. Who's Basically, imagine S Club 7, if you will. This like there are people who are hired to find young hot people. I'm like, hey, do you want to work for the this band? Dog? No, they are told. No, no, they were told they were going to be in, in in like in a group, and they had uh-huh. choreography, they had singing uh-huh. lessons. They never released anything, uh-huh. but it was all a part of this strenuous contract that had to be followed. And so these people were living luxury going everywhere with this dog, um, mm-hmm. going to all these fancy events. Um, doing vocal lessons and doing choreography lessons and sleeping with one another and having children and it was real messy <laughs> and at some point they wanted to see like cool like can this like, it, it, like if this child was made here are they going to be happier because everyone was happy and it became this weird scientific thing of like how happy are you i want you to answer this, this question eming there are people videotaping these people in this house at all times taking notes People in lab coats, just note-taking, how much did you eat today? It's like a bad How much dream. sex did you have today? Did you have sex with, like, the same partner or, or a different partner? And it's just like, how's your menstruation? It's like, this is all weird. It's all weird. And all of it's all on the premise of, like, this man has a relative who hit it big, and they put their money in the right bank where it accrued the right proper amount of money, mm-hmm. and they're now multimillionaires. They own... I think they own a, uh, what, a a baseball team or a soccer team. Wow. <laughs> and this it's like you keep watching. You're just like, oh, this is capitalism. This is this is just capitalism disguised as a cute dog. This is stupid. <laughs> this is just no. someone figured out how to avoid paying taxes yep. by giving money to an animal mm-hmm. because there was I think th- th- there wasn't like a full tax law on it yet. Nope. And then putting that money for the dog in a specialized trust and then enforcing different like having a cyclical system where the money gets recycled through something else and back to you over and over again it's just a long ass money laundering scheme it is to stay wealthy <laughs> and it involves a dog that 
apparently this man is raising every version of this dog. It's it's all the same lineage. They're on Gunther the Fourth right now. <laughs> But they keep just like raising more of these German <laughs> shepherds, and when one dies, one of them gets to come to the big show. One gets to come to the big show and gets to live in absolute luxury, while the other ones are in like some kind of doggy pound until they're needed. It's a what? messed up story. I can't watch what? this. This is. This is yeah. I, don't, I don't think yeah. I could do this. Yeah. I would be screaming no. the entire time. Like every episode introduced something new it's that was even more problematic episodic. than the last thing. Oh, God. How many episodes are there? <laughs> I think there are like I think there are five. No, it's too and many. And they're like an it's hour many. each. It's too many. I think no. so. I mean, Amy mostly also. <laughs> I mean, in the, in the, if you want to know the wealth of these people, they bought Madonna's really? house, her old house in Florida. Oh my God! And then Madonna oh. found out that they sold her old house in Florida for twice what they paid her. Damn. And she was like, and they showed a tweet where she was like, "I don't know how to feel about a house I sold to a dog being price." More than what I got paid for it. And that's ridiculous. Dog is out of control. The way it is, Madonna. I guess. But yeah. But that is <laughs> that your is Netflix that's garbage wild. rundown, y'all. Like, that's what I got. But yeah, Gunther's Millions. Yeah. Uh, it's a wild, wild doc, y'all. I couldn't believe every episode. Is it still you going know, on? I, is this weird it's thing still going still- on? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it's still happening. Why? Also, it, it has these saddest man i've ever seen in it it's just this like old sad guy who's a perpetual liar <laughs> and like multiple times in the documentary like they like say they're turning the camera off but they keep like the mic on and he just like drops these nuggets of like so what if i say uh that instead of he committed suicide he like died younger and you're like why would you say that to get more sympathy and they're like did that actually happen no, it didn't happen. Like that man doesn't exist. And I'm like, they're like, you just told us this this kid. You, at some point, they said, "Oh, the kid that died was my childhood friend." And he goes, "Oh, the kid never existed." And they're like, "Is he you a white said man?" He existed. It's this, it's this like white Italian man. He's just like, yeah, I said it because it, it's a, it, it's all a part of the story. Answers everything. Everyone I loves the story. Know. And he's just I like, know. everyone loves the story. It's it's all a powerful <laughs> story. And everyone's like. And like every time they ask a hard question, someone's like, "Ask that man because that's what he told me." I don't know if it's real or not. And literally everything he said is questionable. Wow. Too much money. Gunther's million. The Countess real? Or the what? Countess. She was not a countess. <laughs> oh, this is okay. getting worse. If anything, he took a random photo of a friend his mom knew and said, "That's the Countess." <laughs> Had no connection to this woman. So we'll never know. Fabricated the whole story. The whole thing is made up. He just took people and took names and was just like, what if I did this? Should have written a novel instead. That sounds like that. What's that lady who pretended to be an heiress? It's it's not like the same thing as that. Anna Delvey. Yeah. If she had known about the scheme, man. I mean, Anna Delvey also had a. Did she have like an event in prison? She had like some, 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 she had, no. She had a dinner. Yeah. That was like, I don't know. like, I think she like skyped from prison. Yeah, and they like paid I heard about that. Like five grand a seat, and I'm like, y'all, she's still scamming you. She's still scamming. The fact that I read about how she was like, she needed your social, like she made rich people like, I need your social security numbers and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if they did this for this Gunther, like. 
Damn, I need to get rich or get smart. I don't know which one I need to be. But then, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you could be dumb and rich or you could be smart and poor. It's like you can't be both because if you are, you're going to be a villain somehow. You're always a villain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this right now. I think it's the same for almost every Ponzi scheme or sex cult I always see. Yep. The people that join first are always the ones in the interview, and they're always dressed nice mm-hmm. in the nice houses mm-hmm. because they got in quick and they got out. <laughs> they got in where the, where the money was. But for this documentary, I think most of these people are still working for set dog and are living the high life to this day. I don't understand. I, I, well, I don't want to be... I don't want to give them, I don't want to be even offered the chance because I'm like no, just no. Meaning, it's four episodes. It's just four. I guess we will check it out. I no. no. I am not. No, I just need you. to watch just because I have I'm questions good. and I want to see if those questions. Oh, please will be answered. watch it. Eming, watch it with men because I want to see his reaction to Maurizio, who is the creepy old man. Why do y'all keep making me watch? Why does Marlon keep making me watch these horrible things? I can't. I can't. Every time back when you were doing your show, I was like, I'm sorry. And he's like, why? Why? And I'm like, I don't know. He's broadening his scope. Marlon, it's He's broadening his scope. That's all. That's what Marlon man. See, I mean, if, if he asks, just tell him that I'm paying him back for all the amazing graphic work he does by giving him great recommendations for great shows. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. Like, I don't want to <laughs> stretch. Okay. Uh, well, that's all I got today. And I'm sure we'll cover uh, both episodes of Last of Us next time we get back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, we have an episode tonight to watch, too. Well, true. Oh, it comes that, out that later. That got a nine on, um, on, on IGN. Oh, tonight's yeah. episode? Yeah, yeah it got, got a nine. Whatever that so, means. So far, like, I would say based off of, like, ratio-wise, percentage-wise, mm-hmm. Last of Us is hitting about a nine. Yep. Or, like, I so, like, they're, they've so been pretty thoughts. good. Yeah. Oh, I'll watch this tonight. I'll let you know. <laughs> season two. So many gonna thoughts. be sad. So many thoughts. We have so and much I'm story. Really, left. really curious who they cast as a particular character. <laughs> hey. Just gotta wait and see. And I do like how there are like these people have done their research. They love the game. They're bringing vo- the voice actors to be more part of the uh, like characters. Um, as you saw in the last episode, the little military guy, he does the voice of oh, my mind just lost it. Marlon, can you help me? Little military guy that was helping Kathleen. He was the voice uh, actor of Henry, not Henry. Um, Kathleen's right hand man, oh, the gun guy, the, the beard. Oh. He's a, Jeffrey he's, Pierce. He's the voice actor of of what character in the game? Perry. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Tommy. 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 Yes. He's the voice of Tommy, and he had a whole arc as a whole other character in the game. Of course, he. That's in multiple people too. And th- that's why I was like, I love the show because it. Even if I think they made the show in mind for people who love the game, people who don't know about the game, and people who just like a good show, like they don't care about the game or anything, they're like, this is just a good show by itself. And I think they're hitting all those, all those audiences and more. And that's that's what makes me uh, happy about the show. It's gonna be sad season two. Hey, I was I'm I'm already sad. I'm like, oh my god. Last episode because I was like, well, I know where this is going. I already started crying before stuff happened. I was like, 
No, I love yeah, this. I love this little boy because he's younger in the in the show. Well, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see um, how you guys feel about the changes that they made, um, like the, the show versus the the um, the game the storyline, the elements, like the characters and their like backstories and stuff. I like but it more. That's a, that's a different, different conversation. But I know like people, people will be people on the internet. So yeah. Um, people will be people in. People will be people in. Um, for our last thing, since we're on the road to Netflix tonight, um, Amy and I, we get to have, to we get to have our moment of discussing one of Netflix's top shows, which is you, Y-O-U. I'm not talking about you, the listener, or you, Amy. I'm talking about Y-O-U with the uh, character Joe Goldberg. Um, if you know about you, it started off as a lifetime show. It got so popular. Netflix bought it out of, out of nowhere. Um, and the first season basically showed basically a young white character who's into write, reading and stuff falling in love with people and then killing people because you know he he's just really good at killing and he has uh impulses where he's doing it because he's thinking he's protecting people or he's protecting himself and killing is the answer um yes i described it like that because you're thinking cat why would i be into the show and why do you even care about the character um, there's a whole thing in the social media, I think for years now, how, uh, at least for the women's side of the community, uh, we like Joe because even when we don't think about his bad stuff, he is actually a very attentive uh, boyfriend slash significant other. He does everything he's supposed to do in a relationship. It's just the murder we just don't agree on. But we agree that he's attentive. He shows up on time. He can cook. He listens. He's a good talk. Like He does all that, right? But he's, he kills and he stalks. That's bad. But because of that, you know, we over here at Game Force, we love our flawed characters. Uh, this uh, recent, this month, uh, we have a season four, part one out. Um, and I kind of want to just jump into it because there's, there was only, what, about five, six episodes for part one. Part two comes out next month. Um, this season was completely different than the previous seasons. Each season was him in a new city, falling in love with someone else, killing people, and then him deciding if he should kill that love interest. But because last season really pushed him over the edge, this man is hiding and on the run in Europe. He's now in Europe. He's a professor in a, a college in London. He is a literature professor, professor which is actually... His dream job. So he is loving his new life. He's actually slowing down. You can see that he is older, a little bit wiser. He is trying to be, ch- he's trying to be changed because he's like, I, 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 I made too many mistakes. You know, he still is crushing on Marianne, which was the girl that's <laughs> one of the many girls from last season that he really was into, but he really wants to change for her. So he is living in London, being a quote unquote good boy. But at the same time, you know, I love his commentary of being around British people because that had me dying. He's just like, you know, being around all these British people just made me realize, like, just so many things. And somehow, because his co-worker was a rich boy, that kind of pulled Joe into the land of the wealthy and the snobby British um, aristocrats. And let me tell you, this to me, this is what made the show not as interesting because 
yes, I understand that we're playing up upon the modern. There's there's modern worlds, and they're still acting like they're forefathers. You know, rich don't care about the world, whatever. But to have it condensed so much in this short limited series, it was too much for me. Like you have a, I mean, it, all the characters are mostly diverse because you have like you have like an Asian family who's really rich. You have a Nigerian princess. You have you know you, you have an American white boy. Like it's it's a little bit different here and there, but they're all acting the same. Like they're rich, they don't care, and Joe's in the middle of it. So it's like. Why? So for me, I'm like, why are we doing this? And then he starts mm. to care about the care, unquote, care about these characters because the thing that makes this season different from the other season is someone's actually uh, stalking Joe. So he's getting a taste of his mm. own medicine, and he's terrified because he promised himself he was changing. He wasn't going to kill no one. He's not stalking, but someone is stalking him and setting him up for murders. And Joe don't like that. So for. To protect his name, you know, that might that did require him to kill people because he does he does kill some people <laughs> because of things. Um and you know he, you know he had to do it. Inconvenient things. Be, yeah, kind of happened. There is this one character <laughs> that literally followed him and they fought in a crypt and he killed him. And I was just like, he did that a little too easily. And Joe was like, I'm too old for this. And I'm like, you are too old for this. <laughs> he has the gray hairs in his hair. And I'm just like, but he's doing it because he wants to figure out who is doing all the stuff. He's getting close to one of the rich girls, which I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, and he's hanging out to me. He's hanging around these rich people because he wants to find out who the killer is because he's thinking it's them. But I'm like, Joe, honestly, and maybe this is social commentary speaking. I'm like, why do you care? Like, it's to the point where the person who's killing all the rich people, it becomes a social media event, and it's like, eat the rich killer, like, that's the name of the serial killer, and the public likes it. <laughs> Frankly, they like that. And I'm like, I mean, I think murder is wrong, but for Joe's sake in the story, why are you hanging out with them? Like, could you just stay home? That's just me. There's a lot of things that could have just been avoided if he just stayed home. But because Joe cannot say no to adventure and being around rich people and complain about them. But I'm like, Joe, you made the decision to hang out with them. Um, Mm. Stuff happens. And then there's a whole, there's even a whole, like the last two episodes. If you saw the recent Knives Out movie, it's basically the Knives Out movie, the last two episodes. Mm. But it's Mm -hmm. just the British countryside Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. giant manner. It's basically the same damn thing. People get murdered. People get drunk and high. You know, there's sex, and then there's people who get there's a fire. So it's like it hit everything in the knives out thing. Um, and the way it ends is uh Joe is he he confronts the killer, he confronts the person who's stalking him, but how can he get him? Like that's the question, and that's what part two is gonna introduce next month. And I'm like, okay, so we know who the person is, and like he can run into him any time of the day. But how, okay, but how how where's the story? Like, I guess the points made where he knows the killer. Does he and Kate get close? Does he even consider seeing Marianne again? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, and this is why I kind of come to you, Amy. Watching this series from season one, you know, it was it's good trashy TV, 
um, I think it's a little bit different. It's my garbage can. Yeah, it's our, it's, it's my our garbage. garbage can. It's our garbage. <laughs> uh, it's it's my hot fire. Marlon has oh his corner. God. We have our dumpster corner. So <laughs> this was our trashy fun time. But oh yeah, for sure. This season, <laughs> I feel go. like, and a lot of people agreed, this wasn't as strong. And I'm trying to figure out: is it because of the story plot? Is it because of the characters? Is it because Joe doesn't really have goals in this season? And because of that, does that mean? Is this going to be the end of Joe? Because we're running out of like we're running out of material for him. Well, it's it's different because in in the other episodes he has con- sort of control over what is happening to him. This one, he's like, who isn't texting me? Yes. Who is this person? Why? How? Like he has no control. But Loki, Joe is in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> he fell out of a window. <laughs> and doesn't die yeah. <laughs> like he's having to avoid the guards and i'm like is that some scream yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 he got shot so, in the foot and then yeah, like, <laughs> like oh yeah because you don't have toes right there no more that's why yeah so it's like he, he again it's i mean it's different from the the first seasons because he has no control over what's happening to him because it's like he's become his own Sherlock Holmes. Also, he moves to London. He works at a prestigious school. He's around rich people. Like that's just going to happen. Like that's what they're setting up and like, Oh, you know, and a, a lot of the, the stories that are that we've seen like with white lotus it's like oh i would like fuck the rich right right that's kind of been the theme and and netflix is playing into that with you in that because like, we gotta get a fuck the rich show now too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i mean I, I liked it i liked that it was less about like trying to get at a girl and be like who's fucking with me because right. that's something that i can re- sort of relate to <laughs> at least not in like, the literal sense who's, but like you know yeah right who's fucking with me right now like who is this yeah um so i it it, that felt more relatable if anything um as a viewer just being like you know don't you have someone that bothers you like who the fuck is this like stuff like that um i don't it was interesting i yeah it just felt like a little bit more um is this likely <laughs> like could this actually happen are people really this evil rich wise the 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 rich dude just felt very like he he came out of like a like a like a chat box like when you like create the most like literal <laughs> version of like an evil person who's rich and has money and wants to kill you like that's what happened i was like mm, right like i don't know if i like this the, but it's fine yeah, the killer I don't know. It's like, not the killer, the other guy. Oh, the other guy who was trying to... Oh, oh, yeah. The jealous dude who I couldn't really figure out why he was jealous. Whatever. That guy. <laughs> Can't remember his name either. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. That guy. St- very very and stereotypical. came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, kind of. And this guy was like... This, this, like, each season... I feel like each season was... I mean, I would probably say season two was a little bit weaker. But each season was stronger. I feel like this is the weakest season because because of that because it's Wait, like is this the third season or the, this f- is I the can't fourth i've the, lost track this is the fourth season so okay because beck was the first one well to help this is how i remember first season he's in new york season right. two he's in la season three he's basically in the bay area and then season four he's in london but who was he going after season two uh it's 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 like repercussions of season one um, um Oh, because that lady was like, I found you, and da da da, and basically love saved him because of that. Oh, yeah, I miss love. I didn't know she was probably you know, like I miss her. You know, everyone <laughs> ever since we've been season love, three, love. 
everyone has been saying they miss love and they were wondering about how season four was going to do it. Then we see it and we're like, we're still missing love. But if you saw a part two trailer that dropped last week, there was a clip of love. Now, flashback. maybe it's a flashback. That's what I'm hoping. It's a flashback. I mean, there was a fire. But at the same time. I think she died. She's crazy. And if I if my knowledge suits me right, crazy people just don't die. Um, and if she shows or up evil people. Right. Crazy. If man. she shows up, I think that's when the story will get interesting because <laughs> she is that's a, a character. She is a character. I don't think so, because the way this is working out, it looks like he's gonna be in a situation where he has to implant himself further inside of these this social Ugh, circle of it, sorts. Though. Because this person who I don't I don't even remember this person, honestly, until we saw I'm like, where, where there's there's just too many characters. And I'm like, wait, wait, which British dude are you? <laughs> you have to be like, I don't remember. Oh, you're the whatever. And yeah. Where's the where's the 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 Wikipedia? <laughs> I forgot. Because their names are just kind of tossed all over the place. It, yeah, it, it, these characters it. remind me of the characters that were like in Too Hot to Handle. Like they remind me of those characters. Like they're mm, generic as fuck. Yes, and they're all but British, like smothering and they're like, like oh. da, 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 da. And I'm like, these are too they're hot so to rich. handle. They're so rich. And I'm just like I hate like I know they're act I, like, I know that's why they're doing it so we, we can hate them but I hate the situation that Joe is in to the point where I'm like Joe why are you deciding to be further into the circle when half of the stuff that you're complaining about and you want to avoid just don't go well if he thinks that they set him up then he has he's like oh I gotta like make sure these loose ends don't get back to me somehow because I, I I have this potential rap sheet from America that's gonna Find me if I don't like tie up these loose ends here. So you know it's a I fucking just, complicated ass like, like yeah. web of uh, string. And then this is the season where Joe really gets beat up a lot. Like he is getting fucked up every. That's why I was like, this is new. Is it weird that, that it's slightly attractive? <laughs> <laughs> is that a weird thing to develop while watching the show? He's I was like. He, he has a shoulder. <laughs> he has blood. He gets cut. He has dirt all over himself. I will say, I like his new look with the shaggy hair. He looks rugged, like, like Aragorn. <laughs> he looks like Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, I'm kind of right, a little bit. And I mean, I bit. like. I, I will say, he he looks to me. He's more attractive this season because he seems older. He is trying to. Be wiser. He's moving slower. Trying. He's wearing the the profess, professor look with the with the blazers and oh the God. sweater. I like that. That is look. also helping. Yeah, that that that's the part I like. Oh, he's never in class. You know what I'm saying? He has class when, when he wants. Yeah, once one class. But he's two. a good professor. I I like that he's actually a good professor. Yes, this yes. man never went to college. You guys, just FYI, he never went to college. Oh, how he got this job. <laughs> But he, oh, he he's a he's a good professor because these students are learning a lot, and I was like, wow, that's to me. It's not even the credentials; is he's a good ass teacher. He never went to college; like he's never been in a teaching position. That's that's a talent. Like, damn. But um, yeah, I'm very curious to Marlon. I don't even know if you've even watched you. Would you ever I watch you? Because I mean, it's. We watch your it's trash. Garbage. Why can't it's you watch our trash? We should have an exchange of trash, Marlon. It's, it's only fair. It's more narrative, in a way. That's too many white folks for me to watch that show. <laughs> there's, there's people of color. There's so much, people of color on this show than it is on your little love so and blind man. So much white drama. <laughs> too much white drama for me. 
that's your line in the, the sand? Thing. I draw the okay. line at, I feel like it's, it, which way it never happens. I don't see any shows about a black woman being like, oh, this man's following me. That's so hot. He's like, he's always there. That's so attractive. Actually, like, Marilyn, always like, I'm going to stop him right like, there. There's cool. a whole community on black Twitter of black women saying they do like that. There are no shows that <laughs> no go shows, and show it, in though. reality, yes. We, we don't. That's, in reality, that's we don't. Creepy. We kind of do. Reality, we just don't thing. want the fucking the murdering part. But everything else we do. Everything. I think on paper it looks yeah, interesting. Yeah, but it's like look any black right woman's no, like, this I man already, wants to take me from my home I, to somewhere no, else. I already said it. Where? Joe's good qualities. He is a good person to date. It's just the murder and the stuff we don't like. But as far as being mm. a good partner, he has all that. It's just the part where he's bored and I he has to kill, kill. for you. Right, that's the part we don't like. But as far as when he's good, y'all, he's good. Mm. When he's bad, that's the part we don't. We don't want to be around when he's bad. You know, so. Mm. That's all I got to sell it, Kat. I'm, I'm, only, that I'm much. only saying what people have already said, and I'm just simplifying the thoughts that mm-hmm. are online. I, this is why I, this is why everyone watches you. Like I will say, use one of those shows where everybody watches. Like it, it, it doesn't matter what type of watcher you are. It's like it's a very the fan base is very diverse because we we like this trashy drama and we like Joe, regardless if you agree what he's doing. We don't agree. But man, we like watching him. We can't we can't say no. Exactly. So again, um, part one is out for season four. Part two will be out on March 9th. Now I don't know if there's gonna be a season five and if that season's gonna be the last because it, it's starting to feel like things are gonna be finalized and we will only know from watching part two. So Amy, do you have any thoughts or theories i i just think marlon should partake <laughs> in our crash when we partake in his trust all the time specifically me you can hate me. watch it me 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 you me, me. Watch it, i have watched all of i watched cheer for you okay? i watched cheer for you First so all, you can watch you, you for me welcome. everybody <laughs> liked cheer cheer was a phenomenon it was traumatic was a phenomenon. and sad you're welcome i couldn't even get to season two i was like nope i'm <laughs> out it's too much it's too much it, i couldn't hey, do it it, it, it hurt it hurt too much i couldn't do it you made no. it on mat you're part of the way. People hurt themselves, Marlon. I'll watch Real the trailer for this season. And bones and blood. Bones. Yeah. Hey, I'll watch the trailer bones. for this He's season. I'll watch the trailer. You, see if it tickles my fancy. Here's the you thing. Are if Camille hasn't <laughs> even watched that. it, then I know that I, I'm not. It's, it's probably going to be a no because she watches all the things that are romantic. If she hasn't watched it yet, I'm going to see what she says about it because she might have been turned off by the, the by kidnapping and the stalking. She might have been like, absolutely not. <laughs> Which is fair. Which is I'm gonna check it with. I'm gonna see because I have to watch it with someone. Because the moment I'm like, yeah, you can't. Just pre- I might. I might turn just away. Pretend we're with you. You can't watch it by yourself. I have always watched this with my best friends. Um, this year mm-hmm. I am half watching it with myself. It's just because Travis is playing video games and he hears me yell and then he stops playing and then he's actually tuning in and he's like watching it like this, like. Wait, I have Girl, so many questions. I was like, watching? come sit down and I'll tell you everything. And this is how I never watched the show alone. And then me, I'm always texting Amy like, did you watch? What are your thoughts? Because this is definitely a show. It's one of those things that you have to watch together as a group or talk about as a group. Um, because I think that's what makes the show more fun because it's so silly and stupid. But man, watching it together is a bonding experience. 
Okay, okay, I might give it a shot. Um, but yeah, that is it on my docket. Does anyone else have anything to add for today? Uh, well, next week we're going to be touching on Star Trek and Last of Us, probably. Yay, Picard so did come out. Things, things to look for. Definitely check out Picard, listeners, if you haven't, because we'll pro- we'll be talking about it next week. So much to say. So much to so say. Much to say. So and I will wear my new jacket to, for the occasion. Cause that shit is fly as fuck. <laughs> I love my I love my new jacket. Oh my gosh. I wish I could wear a jacket. It's too hot here. <laughs> winter. It's, like, it's it's very thick. Well, short story, it's very thick. So if it's for for winter, it probably will work for you. Okay. I will I'll try to save up to get one. But uh yeah, that is our show today, everyone. Listeners, thank you for making our show the show of your day. You guys, thank you for hanging out and talking about all the wonderful things that we talk about. Again, listeners, we have social media, so you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and GeekForcePodcast.com. With that being said, be safe, be sound, remember to take your naps, and geek on. Simple This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.